Once more unto the breach, dear friends, else close the wall up with our English dead. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, aspirationally, boys and girls. Uh, welcome to the Personal Wealth Coach. This is Jake McClure. On the line with me, I have... Jeff McClure. Together, we are the Personal Wealth Coach and, and mm-hmm. bald. I'm glad you got that straight. Yes, we have to establish, this is full disclosure, you guys need to have uh, total knowledge of the fact that there are two bald men with beards talking to you at the moment. Um, I had a real quick subject, shouldn't take more than about five minutes, and it has to do with people referencing market manipulation um, over this GameStop thing. And I did a really informal survey of headlines. And I looked for the word market manipulation in the headlines to see what it was being used for during this time period. And about 80% of them were talking about these big brokerage firms shutting down trading in the stock as if that was market manipulation. Okay, I'm going to give an analogy here. The uh, first, I'm going to give the rec- the regulations. Broker dealers are required by the regulators to make sure that they have a even and regulated flow of business. If things start getting erratic, they're required to shut things down. You think of that. Well, that, that's going to stop the little guy from getting in on this kind of event and so on. Okay, let me give it in a physical representation of going in and buying something. We're gonna we can use any store. I'm gonna use Walmart, but any store will work for this. Okay, if there's a flash mob that says everybody go to Walmart and find someone buying this toy. And go and heckle them. Just stand around them and call them mean names. Is it market manipulation for Walmart to ask those people to leave the building? No. That's, I mean, technically, you're, they're manipulating their own marketplace. They can also set their opening and closing times according to what they decide they want to set it. It's a, it's a private business. And people that are going in to buy at, at Walmart, they have choices of other stores to buy from. You don't have to go to Walmart. In the case that we're talking about here, there's more regulation. It's as if Walmart has been told by the FBI, when you see a crowd of people outside your door carrying baseball bats, when they're not in baseball uniforms, you're required to not open your doors right away. That's kind of the way the regulations work on Wall Street. If there are people who are actively targeting other customers in your store, you're required to not let them in the store. You're actually evenly required. You could probably shut down the store if you wanted to. When this GameStop thing was going, it was an attack against existing customers. Private, public, hedge fund, small person, doesn't matter. The rules apply to everybody. If you are actively attacking someone else that's a customer, you're required to shut down that type of trade because the even flow of business is vitally important or you can damage people that aren't related to this in any way at all. Somebody wanting to buy a bass boat by selling a piece of stock that they 
owned in GameStop. They have no idea that there's something crazy going on. GameStop is a crazy example for that because I don't know why anybody would have enough money for a bass boat in game. Maybe they're an executive. I don't know. But that's the thing is that the market manipulation, there's legal and illegal forms of market manipulation. The, the opening and closing of your business, that's market manipulation, especially if you run a supermarket. That is a market. Market manipulation is when the stock market closes, but it's an agreed upon by everybody manipulation. True market manipulation in the illegal sense is when people are talking about a stock that they don't think is valuable to try to get the stock price higher so that they can make a profit. That's called market manipulation. And that's what we had. It sounds like GameStop to me, exactly. $18, which is where GameStop started, was probably a pretty fair price. They had a new CEO coming in. There's some hope for it, even though it's not making any money. $375 or $450 is an absolutely unreasonable price, and it's only there because somebody talked it up. And then, obviously, a lot of people sold because now it's down to $51. And if the people who talked it up really hard, even though and they they got a lot of other people to buy, talked other people into buying, so the price would go up and then dump the stock. Without telling everybody, hey, I'm selling it now. They probably then those people are guilty of market manipulation, and I think eventually the SEC will find them, and the Justice Department will have a discussion with them. Well, there's going to be a congressional hearing next week on GameStop. Uh, Roaring Kitty himself, Keith Gill, will be there. The CEO of Robinhood, the CEO of Citadel, which is the the order flow firm for Robinhood. Uh, and quite a few others are all going to be there to be asked questions. And it's basically just a publicity effort on Congress's part. But they do this. You know, they're intending to regulate. But this is a very already well-known and regulated area. They should just say, hey, SEC, figure this out and tell us what's going on. That's my thought. I agree with you completely. This podcast is called The Personal Wealth Coach, and that's also the name of an SEC-registered investment advisory firm based in Salado, Texas. Now, the fact that it's registered with the SEC doesn't mean that the SEC approves or disapproves of anything, neither, neither does the secretary, whoever the secretary is, and this tape will destruct after it's listened to. You the, dated yourself. This tape will destruct. Your podcast tape is about to self-destruct. That's why you can't find the tape in it anymore. <laughs> It already has self-destructed because it's too old. Right. Uh, being listened to on a TWA airplane on a company from a TWA doesn't exist anymore either. And uh, the information that we do present in this podcast, we get from sources we think are very reliable, but we don't make any guarantees as to the completeness or the accuracy of that reliability or anything else. We just do the best we can. The information that we're providing during this podcast is not considered investment advice. This information is educational because investment advice means that we know exactly who's listening and we can custom tailor all of our advice to them. Um, If you'd like to contact us off the air, you can uh, locally reach our voicemail at 254-947-1111. Or you can reach that toll-free 1-800-914-PLAN. You can go to our webpage, thepersonalwealthcoach.com. You can email us directly, jeff at tpwc.com or jake at tpwc.com. Until next week, thanks for listening and goodbye.